Sen 7 World News in 7 minutes, Thursday, the 2nd of June 2020. Starting in Asia, there were large protests in Hong Kong yesterday, the 23rd anniversary of the transition from British to Chinese rule. Hundreds of people were arrested and the police fired tear gas at protesters. Some people were arrested under the new security law, including a 15-year-old girl waving a Hong Kong independence flag. In the UK, Foreign Secretary Dominic Raab said that China's actions were deeply troubling and the UK would work with its G7 partners to put pressure on Beijing. Yesterday, Prime Minister Boris Johnson said that the UK would make it easier for the people of Hong Kong to gain British citizenship. The enactment and imposition of this national security law constitutes a clear and serious breach of the Sino-British Joint Declaration. It violates Hong Kong's high degree of autonomy and is in direct conflict with Hong Kong basic law. The law also threatens the freedoms and rights protected by the Joint Declaration. We made clear, Mr Speaker, that if China continued down this path, we would reintroduce a new route for those with British national overseas status to enter the UK, granting them limited leave to remain with the ability to live and work in the UK and thereafter to apply for citizenship. And that is precisely what we will do now. Chinese researchers have discovered a new type of virus capable of causing a pandemic. The disease, called the G4 virus, is found in pigs and is a type of H1N1 swine flu. Researchers warn that as the virus is new, people are at more risk as they have little or no immunity to it yet. Australia's Prime Minister Scott Morrison has announced that $186 billion will be spent on military defence over the next 10 years. Mr Morrison said that the spending would go towards upgrading arms and equipment, including missiles that could travel thousands of kilometres. The Prime Minister warned that the country is facing economic uncertainty that has not been seen in the region since World War II. Even as we stare down the COVID pandemic at home, we need to also prepare for a post-COVID world that is poorer, that is more dangerous, and that is more disorderly. Europe. Police in Italy have confiscated a record $1 billion of drugs. Authorities yesterday discovered a huge shipment of 15 tonnes of amphetamines, which they say were produced by Daesh in Syria to fund terrorist activities. The fake Captigon tablets contained amphetamines as well as other chemicals. US officials believe that some jihadist fighters used Captigon which causes an increase in energy and can stop fear. The EU yesterday opened its borders to 15 countries, but not to the United States, Russia, India and Brazil. 
countries that continue to see a rise in coronavirus cases. However, people from US neighbour Canada, as well as Japan, Australia, New Zealand and Uruguay, will be able to enter the EU. At the moment, the United Kingdom is still considered part of the EU during its post-Brexit transition that ends on December 31st. In the United States, Texas, Florida and California are closing their beaches and bars as they face a rise in Covid cases. Officials state that they expect numbers to be worse next week. Los Angeles has also announced it will close beaches and ban fireworks displays on Independence Day. The prison San Quentin has reported 600 cases in five days. In Brazil, nearly 8 million people have lost work due to COVID-19. For the first time since records began, the number of Brazilians working is less than half of the population. Also, in Brazil, a strong storm has killed at least nine people in the southern states of Santa Catarina and Rio Grande do Sul. Africa in Ethiopia, at least 80 people have been killed in protests since the death of singer Achalu Undesa. The protests in the Oromia region have led to the deaths of protesters and security forces. In Botswana, hundreds of elephants have died without explanation. Conservationists have said that the deaths of over 350 elephants is a disaster. The government has said that it will try to find the cause of these deaths. And a study by University College London has suggested that looking at a red light could improve your sight. The study showed that looking at the light for three minutes a day improved people's eyesight. Thank you for listening to Send 7. I'm Stephen DeVincenzi, and I will see you tomorrow. If you find this podcast useful, please help to support it by sharing it on social media or by leaving a review. To broadcast a message of what is happening in your area, send audio by WhatsApp to plus four four seven three zero seven eight seven two eight four two. Subscribe for free on all podcast apps and find old episodes and transcripts at send7.org.